0: everybody. This is Walita Sheree and welcome to the Bill Young Grow Wealthy podcast. So I promised you guys one last episode for um, Life Insurance Awareness Month. And although it's October, I still wanted to make sure I fulfilled my promise by making this podcast episode. So this is going to be a little impromptu, but I am going to try to get to the point as quickly as possible. Um, but I just want to talk to you about what you should do after you get your life insurance policy. So if you find that you're the beneficiary of a life insurance policy and you get that first check, this is what I wish somebody would have told me to do. So number one, there are several ways that you can get your life insurance policy. So depending on how the person said you can get your money, you may not have the option to do this, but if you do, you may have the option to either get one lump sum or you may have the option to get um, like monthly payment or you may have the option to, you have a lump sum in the account, but you can withdraw as much money as you need at a time. So what I did is when I got my life insurance policy as a beneficiary, meaning that someone died and left me money from a life insurance policy, What I, what the option I had was, is I had a pool of money inside of an account and I had a checkbook. And so this is back in the day. I don't even know if today they still give checkbooks. They may now have advanced to um, debit cards, but back then I had a checkbook. And so what I did is I took out sums of money, lump sums of money. So I was instructed, if you haven't heard my podcast episode before, I was instructed um, by my uncle who left me the policy to make sure that the people who he wanted to also take care of got their share of money. So the only way for me to have been able to do that was to have that money inside of an account and then me write them a check for the amount of money. And that's exactly what I did. And so besides that, um, what I want to talk to you about is what you should and should not do with the money. So first of all, if a person left you a policy and they gave you instructions on other people to give money to and how much money to give them, you should definitely follow their instructions. My uncle had very clear instructions of who to give money to and how much. He told me do not give a penny more than what he asked for me to give. And so no matter how much I wanted to give extra money, I was instructed not to. And so I didn't. So, that's the first thing's first is honor the persons' wish. If they had a will or if they talked to you verbally, you would know um, some type of way hopefully of what their wishes were for how you should use the money. And so, um I did that. What I would say is that I knew I needed a car. Um I had a I had a car my parents bought me, but in terms of reliability, the car probably was not going to last as long as the car That I ended up purchasing. Um, So I would say, make sure you take care of needs with that money. In my case, I was in college, so I needed to take care of transportation to get to and from um, college to go see my parents and also just to have transportation just to get around. So that was really important. So that was like at the top of my priority. Um, Also with the money, if I can go back for a second I had to pay for the funeral with that money. So um, some people have like a set of money put aside for just the funeral costs. Some people as part of the life insurance policy. In my case, I was responsible because of a whole another story. I was responsible to pay for all of the funeral expenses, um, which came to be about 10 to $12,000. So if you do get a policy and there is not any money set aside for the funeral, Before you go splurging, make sure you take that money and you automatically deduct the cost of funeral arrangements um, so that you can make sure the person has a proper bureau. So that's that. So make sure you honor their wishes, make sure you have money set aside for their funeral, um, and make sure you take care of your needs first. So those would be the things I would say absolutely make sure it's done first when you get that money. Now, what I wish I would have known is how to actually take that money and invest. And I did not do it because I didn't understand how to do it back then. But my mom, she suggested I get an apartment uh, complex on campus um, to invest because college kids are always going to need some place to stay. And after like sophomore year, most people go off campus and stay at an apartment so she said it would be a good way to have passive income. Well, because I did not have a way of understanding it, I did not do that. So I basically, in my mind, I blew money that I would never get back in that way. Um, to use money for an investment strategy to make more money, but I would tell you if you do get money from a life insurance policy or any type of money in general. Um, I would say take that money and educate yourself on an investment strategy. Um, Find a mentor if you have to, read lots of books, take some courses, and then invest that money so that way you can make more money. I really wish I had knowledge about that back then. But one thing I did do well is I budgeted. So I had that checkbook, and every single time I took money out of the account, I wrote in the checkbook what that was so I know exactly where the money was going. And so that's important. You need to know how to budget because if you do not write the items down that you're purchasing, what could end up happening is, especially if you get a check, is that you could spend more money than you think you have and you can cause the check to bounce, meaning there's a negative account. And I'm not sure how it works with a life insurance policy, but with traditional checking accounts, If you write a check, you can be charged um, late fees and penalties. So I would highly suggest, if nothing else, for you to track how much money is left in the account is that you make a budget and then you um, itemize exactly how you spent that money so that you can account for how much money you have, how much money you're um, deducting out of the account, and exactly what you're spending the money for so that's, um, those are a few pieces that I think you should absolutely know about when, when and if you ever become a beneficiary and actually receive the money from a life insurance policy. But I do want to have this last um, conversation with you guys. Sorry if my, my voice kind of fluctuated there. I want to talk to you guys about what I wish I knew then that I know now. So also with that money, I wish I would have gone, gone to get counseling and it may not seem like a big deal but when you lose somebody that you love you kind of <laughs> you will go through a very traumatic period of your life and if you don't get the proper help you can be stuck in that for a very long time i know people who lose parents they typically for a long time sometimes even for the rest of their life even with counseling they still have that scar which is normal um and then you have People who lose a kid, if they lose a kid, same thing as losing a parent. It's kind of like a lifelong scar that, that goes with you. Well, in my case, I lost my great uncle. And so for most people, it's like, okay, he was just a great uncle. But like I explained in my previous podcast episode, that my uncle was more like a father figure to me. And I do know my father. I lived with him my whole life and we have a great relationship. But at that point of my life, my dad was working a lot. So I really did not get to see him, talk to him or interact with him like that. So my great uncle kind of filled the spot for that. So when he died, it was like losing a parent um, for me. And like I said, it played such a big impact that it took years before I can even just stop crying. And it seems like an over-exaggeration, but I really did cry almost nightly for years, about almost eight years. And so I wish I would have gotten the proper counseling because people, they always say like, oh, I'm sorry for your loss. Or I'm, I am I wish they weren't dead or something like that. Or things would get better. But I mean, that sounds like good things to say, but in reality, those words are empty because they don't make you feel any better about the situation. And so that's kind of what the case was with me is that people were talking to me, obviously, but they weren't saying the things that I needed to hear to help me to actually heal and get over the hurt of losing my uncle. So I would say if you do get a policy to set aside some money to get really good counseling early so that you can live the life that they would want you to live, which is a a more fulfilled life than they were able to have, Um, probably because they more than likely die prematurely. In my, in the case of my uncle, he was in his fifties. So you don't want to spend the rest of your life mourning their death, because then it was kind of like not honoring their death, if that makes sense. And so I, I finally came to that realization after a long time and lots of prayer. <laughs> um, but I, I really do think that's something that people should consider doing early in a case of losing somebody and receiving a life insurance policy. So those are all the, the things I wanted to talk to you about in this um, episode. It was, like I say, impromptu. I don't, I, normally I have notes where I kind of can guide myself, so i stay on track. Today it's just me talking off the top of my head. And I do hope that this podcast episode was able to help you out. If you like this podcast episode, please consider subscribing. It's for free. Um, Tell your family and friends about it. On this podcast, I talk about a lot of stuff, mainly financial stuff, but you'll get to learn about me, books that I like, um, my philosophy about certain things. It's just so much that I wanna share with you guys. So the whole purpose of this podcast is like basically me sharing wisdom with people who I can't actually talk to on a day-to-day basis, it's kind of like our way that we, we can talk, well, I can talk to you about the thoughts that goes on in my head and the things that I've learned and experiences that I've gained. Um, and hopefully one day when I have kids, if nobody listens to this podcast, maybe my kids will listen back and have this as a memory of the things and the lessons that I want them to learn about one day. So um, like I said, that's all I have. Again, if you haven't, consider subscribing to the podcast. You can find me on my social media at Walidasheree and it's spelled W-I-L-L-I-T-A-C-H-E-R-I-E. And you can feel free to shoot me a DM. Um, I do respond. (laughs) I'm not an instant responder, but I do respond and I do appreciate any support you guys give. And so until next time, I will talk to you later. i